You are listening to the English Heroes series. Thank you for listening to the English Like an Eagle podcast, helping your English skills fly high. From hollytreeenglish.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the English Heroes series, part of the English Like an Eagle podcast. In this series, I bring you interviews and conversations with English learners just like you. This is part three of my interview with Aurélie from France. One of the many things that makes Aurélie an English hero is that she understands the value of being patient with yourself. Being patient with yourself is a very important part of learning any skill, including English. So I hope you get some good tips and advice from this conversation. Enjoy. Um, so going back to language, because this is very interesting, but um, just taking us back to language. Um, mm -hmm. What problems what were your, your struggles or your main problems when you came here to live and you had to use English? I'm sure you had some things to overcome. Um, I would say for me in my relationship, it was the subtle meaning, um, the interpretation the like I say trying to have the most open conversation and communication with my husband but when it's not your native language you don't have the nuances so I had to learn the nuances in order to get my message understood meaning that sometimes it's not only the words that count it's also the tone or I was thinking in French and translating and it was not the same meaning. For example, if I wanted to use stupid as a word, here it's very, very strong. It's like an insult. Stupid in French is not, it's the equivalent of silly. So if I wanted to say to my husband, oh, this is stupid. For me, it was like, oh, this is silly. He was taken in the wrong way because it was like, this is hard. Oh, no. Right? So those type of nuances, those type of like, thinking in French and translating to English was not, you know, always working. So it was like, I had to learn to take my time and, you know, try to find the right way to say things and not go too fast just because I feel, oh, okay, I know how to say it in English. I'm fluent. Let's go. No, I had to take my time, step back sometime and just like, okay, what is the best way for my message to go through? 
right? Um, so that was one of the main thing. We had a lot of, you know, I had a lot of frustration at the beginning when I moved here. Now we have the seven years, I think we, you know, it, it's way better. Um, and uh, that was one difficulty, I would say, one challenge. Uh, the other challenge is to be able to be in a crowd and still get in a conversation, you know, because when you're in a crowd and there is like loud music, there's a lot of people are talking, you cannot grab everything. Like in French, you can talk to me in French and I can still un like listen to a conversation in the other side of the room. So I'm just like, you know, like you have those antenna, just like you get, and you, at the same time you have the TV on at the same time, your mom is asking for something, you reply to her, you can do that. <laughs> In English, I am not able to do that. I cannot multitask. I mean, maybe Wait, I can you can do that in French. I'm not sure I could do that in English. <laughs> oh yeah, I can do that in French. I can do that in French. Uh, in English, I will say I will be bio, like two tasks at a time maybe, but not mm. more than that. And so having, you know, like, um, yeah, like I, it was just like sometime I just had to learn to let go of the discussion, you know, with friend and be like, I don't, I'm, tonight I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to be in this discussion and it's okay. I'm just going to be listening and not really be part of it. Um, so that's, that's one thing. And I learned also to say when I was tired, because when you're tired, you don't have the same faculties also to understand and express yourself. So I had to learn to say, listen, is the end of the day, I'm tired. I am not able to continue this discussion because my brain mm -hmm. is like, definitely, even though people will hear me say, oh, she's fluent, she's good in English. But still, it's still not even till this day, my first language. So it still require effort, you know? And, um, and, 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 it, and it's just like, it's still gonna be like that, I think. And, they, and it's okay. And, uh, but it just that I have to recognize when it's time to just step back and say, okay, now my brain has enough. And it's the same thing when I go to France with my husband or when my family visit me, my family speak to me in French, my husband speak to me in English and my brain is just doing from one to another. And at the end, I'm just like, whoa, I'm tired. <laughs> just like, <laughs> all right, I just like, give me a break. So it's just important to say it instead of, you know, being frustrated or reaching a point or just like you can of getting mad, you just know your limit and say, okay, this is mm -hmm. where, you know, I, I can't anymore. Right. It's like yesterday, the, the day before recording this interview, uh, I was recording an interview um, with a gentleman from Poland. And mm -hmm. one of our conversation points was uh, giving others grace when they make mistakes, you know, mm -hmm. understanding that it's, it's part of the, it's, it's, uh, it's part of the process and also giving ourselves grace, understanding that mistakes and limitations, as you say, limits, are mm -hmm. part of our process um, because 
Yeah, I I can I can connect to what you're saying. Um, I know that some sometimes if I have a class in Russian or German, and my I'm not tired and my brain is working, I do really well. And then maybe the next class I'm tired or I'm stressed from work and my brain just does not want to process German or Russian quickly. Mm -hmm. Or I can't think of how to pronounce that French word. If if it would save my life, I could not think of it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have to give ourselves grace and for some reason this seems to be a, a problem that we all have to overcome we are very judgmental of ourselves yes and um there is one thing that it can be very helpful is like when you have those um judgmental or negative thoughts is like would i say that to a friend Mm-hmm. right what I say that to a friend no I would not say that to a friend so why do I say that to myself you know it's kind of like being aware of being you know gentle with yourself like kind of safe safe love you know okay embrace your mistake embrace the journey and and be like you say give yourself grace because what you're doing is a lot and you're still improving you're still, you know, making one step forward at a time. So it's, it's, it's just a, a good way to, it's a good way, I think, to remind ourselves that we have to, like you said, give ourselves grace and be m- more mindful of uh, what we say to our mind. Yeah. Be careful about self-talk. Yes. How yeah. we talk to ourselves. Yeah. Um, it's in, in the, in, in the Bible, it's, it says to love your neighbor, which means to love other people as your, as you do yourself. And it took me many years. It took many years for me to realize that loving yourself is actually included in that, mm-hmm. you know, because we are taught and, and this is this is right. We are taught, you know, don't be selfish, don't be too proud, don't be, you know, which there's there is a place for that. Some of that is necessary, but that doesn't mean you should hate yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a a balance that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the topic of, of fluency, we have talked about giving ourselves grace, but I'm sure by now, all of the listeners know that you have strong fluency in English. So what does fluency mean to you? Oh, wow. Um, what fluency means to me? Fluency means to me that I am independent in my daily life activities 
because funny or not, a few years ago, I was still asking my husband to call for whatever administrative task I had to do because I was still not confident. And my husband was like, you can do it. Why you don't call yourself? And I was just like, can you please call for me? <laughs> no, no, I don't do it anymore. Now I'm confident enough. Um, so I think fluency for me is confidence because I will never speak English perfectly and I'm completely okay with that. Um, but I am confident enough to do what I have to do in the, with the English language, meaning my daily life, uh, running my business, working with my colleagues, uh, take care of my family, all of that. So, I mean, for, for me is that I'm, I'm confident enough to speak regardless of the mistake that I can make. I'm sure since the beginning of the recording of this podcast, I made mistake a grammatical mistake or pronunciation but i'm okay with it um because i'm just enjoying it and and um yeah for me fluency is that because fluency doesn't mean much in terms of like because people usually affect the uh, linked that to perfection but there is no perfection because like even in french language like if i'm french i may i may make mistake you know i can i can maybe you know do a grammar grammatical mistake or something like that so fluency for me is being able to do my daily life activity with confidence mm -hmm. and when you moved to miami was was that your end goal um was to was that to to be fluent or just to be good in english um, I never thought about like being good or fluent. I was just thinking about get my life going with English, like with the help of English, because for me, mm -hmm. the language is a tool to navigate life. You have people mm -hmm. here in Miami that only speak Spanish and they can still live their life just because Miami is a very Hispanic um, city. So the thing is that the language just allow you to do things. So, um, and, and here's the good thing also with Miami is just like, nobody really has a perfect English because everybody is from somewhere. So we all have accent. We all have, you know, broken English somehow. So that also, you know, help with confidence. Uh, it's just like, okay, we just go with it. We just, um, so I, I didn't move here in Miami with a specific goal. I was just like, I have to be able to do my life and especially, you know, make my marriage work uh, with English. Because my husband, I mean, he does speak French, but it's not at the point where we will have, French is not a, a house language per se. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Ah, I see. Yeah. I hope you have enjoyed part three of my interview with Aurélie from France and I hope it has given you some valuable tips and advice. Now it is time for the episode question. The question is, do you think that patience is important for learning? If so, why?
again, do you think that patience is important for learning? If so, why? Please go to the webpage for this episode to leave me a comment with your thoughts. I would love to read them. Also on that page, you will find a link to Aurélie's website where she teaches French. And you will find a link where you can sign up for a free 30-minute discussion with me so you can learn how I can help you develop more confidence in learning English. Finally, you will find a link where you can support this podcast with a small money gift, if possible. I want to say thank you one more time to Oheli for being on the podcast. I want to say thank you to my friend and colleague Neil for his lovely flute music. And as always, I want to say thank you to you for listening. You have been listening to the English Like an Eagle podcast, helping your English skills fly high from hollytreeenglish.com. This is Holly, or Teacher Holly, saying goodbye until next time.